We're live. Welcome back to Equal Time. There is a lot of soccer going on this summer, so we are dense with opportunities to talk to some players and talk to people affiliated with Growing the Game in Minnesota. We're lucky to meet some brand new honorary Minnesotans who are playing for Minnesota Aurora this summer. And I need to welcome Addie Simmons and Kelsey Steed Kalfusi. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. 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 Absolutely. Tell us where you are right now. Um, we are in Missouri. Um, we just got here just like five minutes ago. Just mm -hmm. pulled in. <laughs> right on. Congrats on the clean sheet. We watched it last night. There were some fans at the Black Art Bar where I work. We were watching the game, which was fun to see it. Um, and you had a clean sheet, which is great. Obviously, it could have been even more goals. Um, but for you two, where you play on the field, maybe the clean sheet is more important. Just talk about your thoughts in the game and finally getting that first win. Um, Obviously, we're super excited to get the clean sheet and the first franchise win. Um, definitely could have put more on the board, probably some more goals but honestly overall felt pretty happy with our performance mm -hmm. yeah i would agree i think it goes to show a lot about our team um i know that i think call valley's had some wins and so mm -hmm. felt good to get some wins for ourselves. and yeah put our names out there show the team who we are and keep going score more goals and not letting anywhere in yeah what do you think you did well i mean the shutout says it but i mean in terms of you know what the team did well, it's still early. I mean, you had some some new players come in and play because um, some not traveling with you. So, what do you think went well? Because, like we said, it really could have been you know could have been four, could have been more goals. Um, I think our forwards were super dangerous. They got behind their back line a lot and were able to take people on one v one super well. I also think <clears throat> the back line did a really good job of stepping to those first balls, just winning it out of the air and. Um, I think a lot of games are decided just on like 50-50s and challenges, and I think our team won the majority of those, which ended up in a good result for us. Um, I agree with that. We also, over this past week, we've been working a lot on our press, on the forwards press, and I think that made a huge difference in this game. We were able to put a lot of pressure on them early and get a lot of opportunities in the first half, so I think that helped a lot as well. Yeah, Ka did not threaten very much like you you did not they did not get into the aurora fight like third a lot you know so and you so i think yeah you could see that in the simplicity of it just that they were under pressure and they had a hard time connecting too many passes through um take me back we I, we have to talk about the home opener it was historic it was it was so fun it was stressful for me, trying to be a pre-professional uh, media content maker, trying to make sure we could do stuff, but it was really fun. We had, you know, I'm doing content with former NWSL pro Danny Foxhoven, which just shows how excited people are to be connected to this team. So I'm just wondering for you as players, you know, you knew there'd be a lot of fans, but when you're actually there, like, you know, lining up and you experience it, just what went through your head? What emotions did you feel? What are your biggest memories from that opener? Um, uh, it obviously was just an incredible experience. I loved every second of it. Like the first, I think the first like time they all cheered, it was kind of like, whoa, there's a lot of people here. <laughs> but overall, I think, I think our team did really good at being able to calm down even with the fans, because I think that was the first time we played in front of that many people, for sure, all of us. So I think we did a pretty good job, but obviously the tie was kind of unsatisfying. <laughs> 
But like it was it was awesome to do the autograph alley after. It was so fun to meet the community and be part of it. So I loved I loved it. It was a great memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's something you can't really describe until you've been in the atmosphere. And I think it definitely exceeded my expectations. It was definitely a lot louder than I expected to. Like we're all trying to talk to each other in the field and we couldn't hear anyone because it was just so loud, which says a lot about how much support this team has, which we're super grateful for. And it's been really fun to be a part of. So I'm excited for more home games to play under that atmosphere. It was awesome. The autograph alley was really cute to see pictures of. I didn't, I didn't see it in person, but I was, I saw a lot of posts on social about it, and it was just cool to see um, the awe, you know, in the young kids' faces, especially them. I mean, I know there are other people, but had you ever given autographs before in college? Has it happened to you? Like once, I had someone ask, but it's not very often. It was like two little girls, uh-huh. but like nothing like that for sure. Yeah, right. same. <laughs> And my, I, they can probably tell because my autographs were looking rough. <laughs> Not my best work. <laughs> so maybe right. I didn't get better. <laughs> people, look, man, people don't sign their name that much anymore. Yeah, that is that would be tough. Like, I got, um, I have Rose Lavelle's autograph tattooed on my leg. And I was, I, I did think right before she was going to do it, I was like, I mean, I have no idea what it looks like. Well, I don't know <laughs> what her autograph is. Yeah, luckily she she's had some practice, so it, it looks yeah. good. Yeah, she's had some practice. <laughs> what were the biggest games you played in before that, in terms of like either intensity or the crowd size or just stakes? Um, the biggest crowd we played for was when we played BYU. When we were playing for Utah State and we played BYU, that was a big, big crowd. They yeah. always have a lot of people, plus there's an in-state game, and so mm-hmm. a lot of people from both sides came and that was probably the closest thing we've come to this. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It was really fun though. Yeah. Utah has, well, we'll talk a little bit more about Utah later. Cause it is, it's actually dense, you know, with D one programs, like there would be some fun, there'd be some fun rivalries for sure. We'll get into it. Um, I'm wondering how, so you two both came, you played for Utah state, obviously go Aggies, shout out to the Aggies out there watching. And, but how did you, we, you know, we had a, we had one of our coaches was in Utah for a while or actually maybe two are with the, with the keeper coach maybe. So I'm wondering, you know, was it a connection from them seeing you during college or how did you actually get connected to Aurora? So Jenny is kind of how we had the connection. Um, one of our coaches at Utah state coached with her. And so that's kind of where the connection came. And then just, they kind of sent film and then, we then committed after that, after some talking to Jenny. So yeah, kind of through that. I didn't know Cassie before, like I knew of her at Slick, but I never had met her before until up here though. So what, where had you played? Had you played in other summer leagues before? And what did you, you know, just saying, oh, come to Minnesota, you know, what were your thoughts? Had you been, had you played before? And then, you know, what were your thoughts about actually coming to Minnesota? So I had trained with the WPSL league last summer. Um, I was coming back from injury and it just worked out. It was right where I was like by my hometown and stuff. So mm-hmm. I had played in that. And then I, when we were talking to one of our assistant coaches about coming out here, he kind of explained that all the leagues and where this lined up. And it just seemed like a really good opportunity, especially um, since I think we're both looking to play pro if that's an opportunity. And so this kind of helps get our names out there with, really highly and getting prepared for fall as well yeah what and what did you have you been to minnesota before i'm curious about that yeah neither of us had ever been to minnesota so it's kind of random that we ended up out here but 
what did you i'm curious you know for people like people always have misconceptions because you know it's like we make jokes about iowa and then i remember the first time i really was in iowa i was like oh it looks a lot like minnesota you know but like for i don't know what i would picture utah as maybe like deserty mountainy you know but i haven't been in utah more than like a pass through so what did you expect it to be like i mean you came at a good time <laughs> Um, I think it's definitely been like cool. I mean, I haven't lived in a really um, like city, I guess, before. Mm -hmm. And so that's been fun, but it's definitely a lot more flat than I expected because we are used to all the mountains and stuff. And then uh -huh. it's fun to hear the Minnesotan accent. I haven't really heard that as much firsthand. And so <laughs> it's definitely been fun. I mean, the first few days were a little scary because we had tornado watches and we've never experienced that before. Oh. <laughs> but, get um, <laughs> yeah, but it's been good. I mean, I've really liked it so far. It's been really fun. Yeah, yeah we get all the weather. We get all of it. Tornadoes, blizzards, you know, we, we barely, barely get an earthquake every like 20 years, but little, little one. But yeah, um, I'm curious. So yeah, you have been, I mean, that would be way different living in, I mean, both like, you know, being close to Salt Lake City, it's like, it's not like that is a, that is a, a city, but you know, like it is a bigger scale, maybe being in Minneapolis, like, What's it been like player housing? I know you are grouped up with a few other players, right? So how did, who are you? What's the mix of players you guys are grouped up with? Okay, so we live with the three triplets, the Rob triplets, and then okay. we live with Cha and yeah. Mayu. So it's been kind of cool to get to know their culture a little bit. We even had Cha cook us some Korean food. Okay. So it's been fun to get to know them. Mm -hmm. Um. And the house is way nice, so we. It's been fun to get to know the team, though. I really do like our the who we're living with, and the raps are kind of new, so we're still getting to know them. But yeah, yeah. Is the, is there any way you can tell them apart? Yes, I can. You can. The two two of them look really similar, but I, I think we've got it down now. <laughs> yeah. Do, well, they, and they kind of, do they play on different parts of the field? Does that help? Because they're kind of maybe doing different stuff in training. I don't know. Yeah, they do. They play different positions, which which helps. But once you get to know them, they're they're all different. They're all special. They're just awesome. <laughs> Don't patronize us multiples. I'm a twin too. <laughs> no, that's it's exciting. It, and I mean, honestly, it's a real thing. I mean, like you two having chemistry on the field because you play in college. I mean, having sisters is like you know theoretically they have you know they can have a lot of connectivity on the field together. So that'll be fun when we first see that. Um, mm -hmm. And I wanted, and then what, so, I mean, what's your favorite part of Minnesota so far? It hasn't really been warm enough to go swimming. I mean, it not, it's not really lake time, but you could, have you? <laughs> we have been to a lake once. Um, one of the girls on our team is living in a lake house this summer mm -hmm. with her family. And so we went down there the, this last Sunday. So that was our first like lake day, but it wasn't super warm. So mm -hmm. like, we just kind of rode on the boat. We didn't really do much mm -hmm. more than that. Yeah, well, <laughs> Just wait, Minnesota will get very humid and very hot and like more than people I think expect. I don't is Utah pretty dry? You must not get that humid over there. Yeah, it's pretty dry. It gets pretty hot still, but not humid. Yeah, it's going to be, you'll see, it'll be a swamp sometime this summer for you guys, but we'll see. So I take a quick break to read an ad for our sponsor, Pence Homes. This week's episode brought to you by Pence Homes. Pence Homes is a real estate team 
uh, with Keller Williams. And Matt personally has experience working with Nate and Lydia when he sold and bought his home. Nate has been a supporter of the local soccer community, including as an owner of Minnesota Aurora. Matt also enjoyed working with one of their preferred lenders, Angie Shearer and Illuminate Financing. If you have house questions, whether selling, buying, need a furnace or flooring, person shoot them a message at penshomes.com shout out to penshomes um so how did you both end up at utah state obviously like i said i mean you're from utah but there are a lot of programs there um and so just what was your path to to landing there um i think mine was just getting seen at um like tournaments and showcases sort of thing like i was seen at national league um and then the coach at the time reached out to me and I went on a visit and um, it just, it was just crazy. Recruiting is rough, <laughs> if I'm being honest. It's a rough process, but yeah, um, yeah I, I went on a visit. So you need to elaborate on the crazy because you just dropped, you just, I could tell there's something behind that or, you know. <laughs> it's just rough because like there's just, it's hard when there's like rules where you can't just like talk when they can't like reach out to you and so like i had been offered by them and my sophomore year when i went on a visit and then like they're like you have to respond to us in the next couple weeks and so i was but they didn't tell me like any amount and so i was like trying to figure out all that stuff mm -hmm. and like still trying to talk to other schools and then like the whole summer went by and then they actually took away the offer because they were out of money and so i was like okay hey, this is perfect just what i wanted but and then at that point i realized like i really did want to go there anyways and so then i ended up going to another showcase early and they saw me and they're like okay we have money and we want you again so ended up that way but it was just crazy and lots of emotions yeah. but um, we ended up here so it worked out <laughs> um so up to my senior year i was actually committed to um northern arizona mm -hmm. um and they had utah state had seen me at a showcase before like while I was committed. And so when they did reach out, I had already verbally committed. So I didn't really talk to them very much. Mm -hmm. um, but then after my last high school game, the like high school coach on the other team just advocated for me. And mm -hmm. Utah State had just lost two center backs to um, um, missions, like LDS missions. Mm -hmm. So they needed a center back really bad. And so when they first started talking to me, they told me that we they didn't really have money, but then they had some money open up. So, and my husband, my now husband was already going there on the track team. So I was yeah. trying to get there anyway, because <laughs> I was dating him at the time. So uh -huh. I ended up working out for me anyway. And now I'm at Utah State and love it there. But Logan's an awesome city. I love it there. Yeah, I'm gonna close the door for these dogs. <laughs> but I was gonna ask about, um... I mean, that's, you know, assumptions people make about Utah, but I was going to ask about Utah State if it is, if there is, like, it's because it's the biggest public school, too. So I figure there must be a population of, of Mormon students, right? Is it, is it a big part of the campus or is it just, you know, some because you're in Salt Lake? Um, I'd say it's a good amount. I mean, on our team, we have about half and half. And mm -hmm. I would say the majority of people at Utah State, because it is in Utah, are. But there's, yeah, there's... Everything there still though, like university mm -hmm. still, which has been fun. Mm -hmm. Less, maybe, yeah, less, less uh, by the book Mormon as say a BYU is, huh? Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> they're very by the book Mormon. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so talk about Logan, Utah. 
because that's where Utah State is, right? So you're north of Salt Lake City. Tell us about it. it I mean, it must be really a college town. Yeah, it is. The majority of the population, I would say, is college students. Uh -huh. And then, like, the other, like, little part is, like, older kind of people that are retired. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's just fully a college town. It's grown a lot over the last couple of years. It used to, like, not be, like, very big. But now we're starting to get, like, a Costco. We're starting to get the bigger stores. We're uh -huh. still waiting on a Target. We're hoping uh -huh. to get those one time. But oh, so I love it's small. it. It's, it's small, town. small. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a great college town. It's been fun. The campus is pretty small, so you're able to walk through it, which is way nice. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's way nice. Yeah, I would say it's really fun. It's It's been nice to have like friends that are from there because they can kind of show you the things to do as well. Mm -hmm. Like not the typical, you know, mm -hmm. just off the path stuff. So it's been fun. Yeah. It's fun finding those little hidden gems. You have to be creative. It's a cool. I went to a, a school, University of Minnesota Morris, go Cougars in Morris, Minnesota. If you haven't heard of it, there's no reason you would have. It's 5,000 people. So it is much smaller than Logan, Utah, Costco, and Target, not even in sight. So, yeah, no, we are you're very creative. You do a lot of extracurriculars too. Like, I don't know. If, I mean, you guys are so busy. It's not like you can join a bunch of clubs, but you know, you kind of get engaged in the campus more, maybe. Um, yeah. Did either of you play another sport? Like if you were to play a sport besides soccer, what would you be playing? In high school, I played basketball and ran track mm -hmm. up to my senior year. Um, if I had to pick a different sport, I would have probably gone with track. Mm -hmm. I like did well in track and like I enjoyed it, but not nearly as much as I enjoyed soccer. It was more of just fun little hobby. Mm -hmm. So I probably would have picked that. I wasn't good enough at basketball. I was good at the defensive end of basketball, but not the shooting. So I don't think I could have done that one. <laughs> yeah, I would think maybe volleyball. I'm not, I'm like 5'7", so I'm not like too short, but not super tall, you know, maybe a libero. Um, but I also think it'd be cool to do gymnastics because I can do absolutely zero tricks. So I think it'd just be cool to be able to do some flips. I don't know. <laughs> You'd be, doing the you'd be doing the floor routine. You'd do the floor yeah, routine. Yeah, exactly. Sand volleyball is huge at Utah State. Yeah. Don't really know why, but our team loves it. We play it all the time. Oh, yeah. wow. We're all pretty good at volleyball, too, now. <laughs> okay. Some Top Gun some top gun scenes going on with, you oh, know, yeah. but, yeah, exactly. gendermen. That's <laughs> yeah. <all>. What, <laughs> what was your favorite? So, last, you guys had a pretty good year last year, Utah State. You beat, you know, and I want to know which win – that meant the most like which which was the biggest win for you because you beat a ranked BYU team which is tight you beat Colorado State in the conference tournament so you advanced in that so or was it another one because I know like you play other in-state rivals too which one means the most definitely BYU it had to be BYU absolutely because <laughs> we know we never beat them in our school history before and <clears throat> I Whoa. think a lot of people kind of expected us to get Counted a smackdown yeah so it, it, that was the closest thing ever. And to be in double overtime was the coolest thing. It was just a memorable game with so many people there too. It was just the best. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, th no, I mean, well, are they seeing, I mean, they're the most visible nationally for colleges, like broadly as a college in Utah. I mean, are they seen as like like the rich kids too? Are they like the rich school to you guys? Cause you're the, or is it is it more just that they've been successful as a team? Um, I think it has a lot to do with it. Like. We all grew up going to like the BYU camps. <clears throat> and I think a lot of us had maybe like at some point talked to the coaches yeah. there. And so it's kind of just like that 
you know all the girls you know it's just one of those things where you just like i just want to be them so bad uh-huh. <laughs> i love it i love it yeah well i mean that's what makes it fun i mean the minnesota has been unique because we only have one um d1 team so it's you know it's about wisconsin mm-hmm. so iowa and stuff but it's cool now st thomas has become d1 and you have a couple of teammates from there abby brantner and abby groutman too but so it's fun to see because it'll they'll develop a little rivalry too as they go on um mm-hmm. what's the best stadium you've played in like and it could it could be tco although it's you know it's the the, the viking stadium but which what's the best stadium you played in because you might have some sweet like mountain views in your conference out there yeah, um, BYU's field is actually way nice, too. That one's a really fun one to play on, but I loved playing at TCO this last mm-hmm. time. It was probably one of my favorite. Just the ball moves really fast, and so it's way fun to play on. Mm-hmm. And just being in front of that many people is way fun, too. So that's probably my favorite is probably TCO. But mm-hmm. I like TCO. Um, I also played in the RSL, the Real Salt Lake Stadium for State one time, so that was really cool. That's unbelievable. That's a sweet mountain backdrop, isn't it? Yeah, you can't really see it. It kind of like covers it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's kind of more, it kind of is a dome. So mm, like, you can't yeah. quite see out of it, but the field feels, it felt ginormous in high school. Yeah, it did. Oh, yeah. It would feel crazy now. I mean, it's a really, it's it's one of the older MLS stadiums, but it holds up. I mean, it's really, it's nice. I mean, it feels cool in there, but yeah. yeah. Let's do, okay, now we're going to do, we'll do some quick hits. I, I want, I'm not upsetting Nicole Lukic, not not once. I'm not taking her players' time too much. But I want to get a couple quick hits for each of you about um, both Aurora and also some early hits in soccer. So do you remember the name of your first soccer team you were ever on? My first ever. My first, co- like, competitive one ever was actually called Synergy. Okay. <laughs> it was an independent team. It was fun but i don't know about like the little rec team i play Um, i i I know one was red rockets i know i had one when i was like four i can't remember the name of that one but when i was probably like five or six i think it was red rockets (laughs) (laughs) that's why i asked there's always random answers to that because either it might just be like oh we were like the blue team you know or whatever or it's like synergy which is like what is that why I love it. Um, who in the Aurora locker room? We want to know a little bit more about the Aurora teammates because we, you know, we have we're getting to know some of you, and I want to know who in the locker room is joking around the most. Who's the class clown? Yeah, is it you guys? Mariah or Rami? I would say Mariah or Rami. Yeah, yeah. they're always making us laugh. Rami uh, had us dying during the whole warm up yesterday. <laughs> I know. I was talking. <clears throat> I was telling her, I'm like, all my energy is gone by the time it's game because you've been making me laugh this whole time. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's great. Who controls the music in the locker room? Taylor. Taylor. Taylor? Is it, yeah. I mean, and I mean, it sounds like it's automatic. Does she just have the best taste? She knows what to do? Yeah. We do have like a shared Spotify playlist that everyone can add music to, but she's always the one that's connecting. So she's mm-hmm. been kind of in charge of that. Yeah. All right, so both of you mostly play. Actually, this will be a two-parter. One, well, I want to know what's the what's the biggest goal you've ever scored? Because if you guys you guys play mostly defensively, but I know you probably you would probably remember the goals you've scored. I'm curious, like have you have you scored, and what's your favorite goal you've scored? Um, mine's probably in high school. I've only scored one college goal, <laughs> and yeah. it was during the spring, so it didn't really matter as much, you know. Um, but uh, mine was in high school. I 
had a red card, so I couldn't play the first half. And so um, the second half, I was able to come in, and I scored both the goals that put us into the next round. So that was cool. That's awesome. Um, I also have I have not scored in college. I've almost had a couple here, a couple times, but I'm gonna get one here. It's I'm gonna I'm determined now. But um, in high school, I had one where it was like a breakaway off of the off of a corner, and my like forward was going with it. And because I'm pretty fast, I just sprinted up with her. And then, like, she shot it, and I got the rebound off of it. And so that was probably the best one because I sprinted, like, the whole field before. So mm. it was cool. <laughs> I was never a very offensive player. So it's like, yeah, the few I've scored, like, I remember probably, you know, the four in my life, you know, I've scored. Yeah. I asked Danny, my co-host, you know, she scored, like, 57 goals in college at Portland State. And I asked Danny, I was like, do you know how many goals you scored? And she was like, no, like she had no idea. And I was like, a lot of strikers, I think, know the number. I've asked other people who haven't played for 10 years. And they're like, yeah, I scored 32 goals in college. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's so crazy. you don't, but see, you haven't scored as much because you guys don't get the service. So that's why I teed this up. I want to know if each of you got a chance to play striker, like say for the, who would score more goals? Definitely Kelsey. <laughs> it, right like, away. There's just not a chance. Why just way better finishing? You're better at what? What is it? Kelsey just gets on the ball really well, and also she could. If you hit a long ball, you know she's getting there. She will get on the end of that. She will just score absolutely. All right, Aurora coaches working to get Kelsey upfield, working some tactics. That's right. <laughs> we so and speaking of the coaches, this is I'm I'm just I'm intrigued by this because look, there's a lot of squad rotation. Sometimes you don't have players available. Which of your coaches? could best step into play if you needed a coach. And if you have, and if you have to claim neutrality, you can, but I'm curious. It's hard because actually they're all really good. Like <laughs> they all juggle and it's just incredible. That's the answer. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> okay. You'll tell me, look, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, equal time listeners. We'll go, we'll go when we cut off of live, you can tell me off. Cause I don't want, yeah, you don't have to, we don't have to. We're not going to pick sides, but they're all, they're all, all pretty agree. recent. They're all pretty recent to the game though. I mean, like they actually, I think it's, they, it's not, and partly a joke, but I mean, I would love to see them get to play. Yeah. Yeah. They're all really good. They all jump in and it's just great. They do awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Awesome. Cool. And so, and for both of you, I know you said, I mean, what, what are your goals going forward? I know you said both of you are looking to play pro. You have years left um, at Utah State, if you'd like to. So, you know, for, for this summer going forward, like what for each of you, just what's your personal drive of accomplishment this summer? Like what you want to get out of playing for Aurora? Um, For me, kind of just getting, just like my name out there is part of it. Just like creating connections with different coaches Mm -hmm. um and then just kind of seeing where it takes me kind of just from there and just work really hard and then just over the summer I just wanted to really get in an environment where I was playing a lot because it's really hard to get like good playing minutes in the summer so I was trying to find somewhere that would give me a lot of playing time and this was a really good option so mm -hmm. that's kind of why I came here and so just to continue to get better every day see where I could compete at a higher level. So mm -hmm. that's kind of what my goals are. Yeah, my understanding, I think definitely exposure, getting a name out there, um, having people see us play, you know, and then also um, 
trying to get better. I don't know. I think the summer is a time where like a lot of people condition and stuff to get ready for the fall. But I think the most useful thing is definitely game game situations. And so getting a lot of game situations and also like to do a league like this, you have to be pretty committed. And so um, the people here are very committed. And so you're just playing in an environment where everyone's at a high level and willing to work hard and do the rest. And so it's been really fun to just grow and get better as a player. Yeah, awesome. Well, I appreciate you joining because it's it's what we try to do with Equal Time too. It's just fun. We just want people to, we don't try and do like, you know, reporting and like trying to get a scoop. We just want players and people in the game to get their story told because that's how people can become fans. If you're If you're right here and this team is being displayed the way it is, you know, like people catch on. That's why you see like every person in the soccer world wearing an Aurora hat, you know, in their soccer <laughs> podcast. Or like when we were doing the pregame show for your game yesterday, Megan Rapino Snapchatted a picture of us doing it that her friend had like, in, it's like, what's happening here? What's ha What's going on? So I'd say you're de definitely going to get exposure if that's the goal. <laughs> yeah. Well, if she's watching, Megan, I met you at Red Iguana when I was like eight. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> she remembers. She's the type she remembers. If you met her again, <laughs> she'd fake it really well to where you'd believe that she remembers. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Awesome. Thank you to Utah State Aggies and most importantly to standouts for an Aurora team that's now topped the table in their division. So thank you so much, Kelsey and uh, Abby, for joining. Thank you for having us. Thank it's you. been awesome. Should be going anytime. <laughs> Check out your WPSL games tonight.